0: just while we stay in the atmosphere of the prophetic right now. There can be times and moments like this where where we're waiting for the Lord to give a word, and He does. But there's other times when we listen to the voice of the Spirit who will be speaking into some people right now. And so we just give time for that voice of the Spirit to be speaking in right now. But while we wait for that, Chelsea I just, uh, God gave me a picture during the worship that um, you, you've been like a, an eaglet, which, a young eagle. A young eagle, it, it, it has a certain, it has limited vision. But I felt the Lord say that he's about to bring you in the maturity where the, the eagle then has an ability to look at the details but see afar off And it's like God's going to give you a capacity to see a big picture and to see afar off and then to communicate detail to those around about you. So Holy Spirit, I just pray that even as you mature, the things that you've begun, I say, Holy Spirit, just let us see that which is afar off, but release the details of the kingdom into people's lives. In Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Young ladies that are around you, just, uh, just, uh, just, just, uh, Nuke. Nuke is an ancient Aramaic expression for more Holy Spirit. Yeah. And sure, cool, Pambandala. Brent. I saw the, this picture where you, you'd been, as it were, traversing the sea of life, and that's the best thing I can say, the sea of life. And I saw this picture where the tides, you know, like in the Cook Strait, where you can see the line where the tide goes here and the tide goes there, and, and it's like you've had the tides that have gone here and the tides that have gone there. and, and But when the ship, is strong and big. It's not shaped by the tides. And it's like God has brought you to a place now where he's, as it were, repowered the ship. And you're not going to be shifted by the tides, but you're going to shift the tides. Like there was one time when the ferry literally turned itself around and shifted the tide so one of the swimmers could actually get to the sea, uh, get to the shore from the sea. And it's like, God's going to enable you to do that, you're going to actually be in situations, but you will shift the tide. Whoa, shoo.
1: Um, Chelsea, I also uh, had a word for you while I was standing there. Um, it's a really simple word, but very powerful. And God just said, I am chasing you down with my goodness. I am chasing you down. It's not just a phrase that sounds good in a song. There is power, and I'm chasing you down with my goodness. Run to me, just run to me, just... Don't get distracted by anything. Just eyes on me, full speed ahead, because I am, I am chasing you down. Jesus said, I'm chasing you down with my goodness. I'm going to start putting you in places where I'm going to stretch you, and that uh, you're going to start to speak, and you're going to start to do uh, things according to my spirit. As I whisper them to you, you're going to recognize my voice. And I'm going to start pulling that out of you. I am chasing you down with my goodness. And that goodness is just going to spread over everyone that I call you to speak into. Amen? Amen. Thank
2: Jesus. Wonderful. The Lord has placed within you the spirit of Esther. He has placed within you the spirit of Esther. One who chases after the king. One who is in a place of preparation. And since you've been here, you've been in that place of preparation. It's not finished yet. But as he is preparing you to be with the king more and more and more, married to the king. Mordecai, which is the type of the spirit of God, was her counselor, was her uncle, was the one who who led her to do the things that she did. But Esther was a woman of boldness. Esther was a woman who had the people of God upon her heart so deeply that she was prepared to die for the sake of her people. And that's the spirit that God has placed deep within you. If you've ever studied the book of Esther, do so because you will find in there the nature and the character of the woman of God that she was. And that's the same spirit that he's placed deep within you.
3: Wow, so, so good. Let's just take a moment to thank God for his faithfulness, eh? <laughs> thank you, Jesus. You are faithful and you are true. <laughs> and that you, Holy Spirit of life, are moving tonight afresh in every single heart. <laughs> so we just say thank you, thank you. Oh, he is good. He is alive and he is moving. <laughs> I've already been in tears tonight, <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> Oh, and right now, we get an awesome opportunity to give. Who knows that it's better to give than to receive, yeah? Um, so we're going to say an awesome declaration um, because who knows, yeah, life and death is in the power of the tongue. and We want to speak life. So let's all read this together. Um, and the ushers can start handing out the bags would be awesome too. All right, three, two, one. I declare Ephesians 3.20 over my life. God will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask or think. Because I honour Him, His blessings will chase me down and overtake me. I am surrounded by God's favour. This is my declaration. So good. And it's so real. When I was at uni and like really cash-strapped, I had like no money for a train ticket. And I was like complaining to God. I was like, oh, I tithe. I need money for this train ticket. And he kind of flicked my thinking. He's like, don't you believe that I supply all your needs? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Thanks for supplying my needs. Two hours later, I checked my litter box and there was an envelope with a $1,000 and my name on the front. And it was just like, and I got it. And I was like, oh, I don't even need this because God supplies my needs. But he is real and he does. He moves in your finances. He moves in any area of your life. And he sees you and he is faithful to provide in every single area. Um, So put him to the test. Trust him and believe. And he will show up. Uh, So yeah, give and it is a good thing. There is another opportunity to give. And this is the back to school. So this is an awesome project that the church gives into the community and just into families that have kids that don't, they don't have enough money to provide for shoes and for the stationery and the books and everything that you need when you're starting school. Um, So, this is happening at the beginning of next year, but right now we've got donation bins just out those doors there, um, and you can drop off drink bottles, bags, lunch boxes at the moment, and if there's other ways you want to give, just get in touch with the office, because this is an awesome opportunity just to give into our community, and yeah, just bless them, eh? Uh, Alrighties, missions, who gets excited about missions? Missions? I reckon it's awesome. This is where the adventure happens. And we have Mission Sunday uh, next Sunday. And Michael Disunica is going to be with us. So um, he spent a lot of time in Sri Lanka. And he's, yeah, awesome. And he's just going to share what God's put on his heart. So that's next Sunday. Alrighties. And water baptisms. This is awesome and powerful and just something, if you haven't been baptized, this is an awesome opportunity, just if you've given your life to God, just to go, yep, I've died with you, I'm going to rise with you, and I'm going to symbolize this going through the water. Um, so get in touch with the office, it's on December the 13th, uh, and yeah, it's going to be a good Sunday. Awesome, let's welcome up Pastor Seth, Apostle, Doctor. Thank <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you. So uh, all those of you that have put your seatbelts on, take them off. We're, we're in for a, a, a uh, an adventure with no safety <laughs> things in. Just uh, um, Some of you would have picked up already, but there's uh, little whirlwinds of the Spirit. Anyone been on like a, a field where you'd get these little shh, like shh, going all over a field? And, yeah, 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 well, well, in the meeting, that's what's going to happen. There's little shh. So, so just, just uh, understand that. Uh, oh. And then, of course, some people say, well, you're chasing manifestations. And the answer for that is absolutely. <laughs> His name is Jesus. And the Bible describes him as a manifestation. So if people have a, a little worry about whether you're thinking about someone laughing or falling or everything else, I, I live for a manifestation. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so Good. <laughs> we can get so hung up on all sorts of funny little things instead of just going for the, the fullness of. Uh, <sighs> Someone said to me, I get really disturbed when someone's laughing in church. I said, You probably need deliverance. And so, <laughs> and they <looked> around, Whoa! <laughs> they're just saying it as it is. <laughs> I mean, why be disturbed by when God's touching someone with joy? (laughs) I'm just going to share for a few minutes, um, but I will finish by 2.30. And uh, because, as I've said many times, Paul preached at 3 o'clock, someone died. So I just make sure I finish by 2.30. Everyone can relax. It's all going to be good. And... uh, but the, but, the, but to never forget that the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead is here tonight and he's he, here to, to 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 do some resurrection stuff you know and, and and if you just can't follow what I'm saying speak in tongues and it'll all come right um, but and if you can't speak in tongues who knows tonight might be your night because uh, God just does love things a lot of good things I, I'm just going to share for just a moment And if you get bored, just read anywhere in the Bible. It's all good, and and it's all good for you. But I I, I have a question, and I I love asking questions when I preach, because then I can give the answer. And so, you know, it's (laughs) just—so I'm asking the question, what did you receive? Now, the reason that I ask that question is because we find it referred to in Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter one, Ooh. and 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 I'm just going to read first of all verses four to eight. And on one occasion, it says when Jesus was uh, there, uh, while he was eating with them, I just love the fact that Jesus loved to eat and eat and eat. You know, the kingdom of heaven advances on fellowship around food. How, how many? How many are with me? Yeah, I, I I was in the Vineyard Bible School in Germany where they were sort of. It was, uh, they and, and, and I said to them uh, did you know that the Bible speaks much more about feasting than it does about fasting these poor theologians <laughs> he gave them this command do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the gift my father promised which you have heard <laughs> me speak about yeah, I just just let you know I have no intention of staying sober <laughs> <laughs> just 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 saying, I have no intention of staying sober, so <laughs> if, if you want to be that person, oh, God bless you, but i 'm not <sighs> Wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Can you stop to think for a moment? Here he is saying, don't be baptized with water, uh, but don't just have a focus on that. He he didn't say not to be, sorry. He said, don't let that be your total focus, because in a few minutes I'm going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And they go, are you about to overthrow the Romans? How easy it is when God's moving, when God's about to do something special, when that we just take a look at our natural desires, at the way we think the nation should be, how we think God should move, how we think the greatest need of the moment is, how easy it is for even in today's world that we can start to see, God, you've got to do this. This is the agenda. Here is the King of Kings. Here's the Savior of the world. Here's the promised Messiah speaking about the incredible gift which has been promised all the way through, and, and all they can think about is turning the Romans out of the country. And at a moment like this, I believe that New Zealand and the Christian church in its widest sense in New Zealand is in the same situation as these disciples were at a moment when God's Spirit is trying to move in the nation and He's looking for people who are just prepared to respond to the Spirit and we start thinking about all the other stuff. And I've had leaders in New Zealand in this year say to me, I'm I'm not focusing on this. I said, no, because the mountain of the Lord is to be established above all the other mountains. That's my call and that's our call because the world can't establish the mountain of the Lord, but you and I can establish the mountain of the Lord. I love politics. I love all these things. I believe in social issues, but the mountain of the Lord is a mandate that's been given to us to establish above all the other mountains. And here it was that these disciples had got so distracted by what they saw around about it. Because like one of the disciples was Simon the Zealot. In other words, he was the terrorist. I'm, I'm just saying it as it is. The Zealots, if they were in t- today's world, they would to be banned right across the world. They would be number 61, no, number one on Donald Trump's list. They used to go around with a dagger down the back because you weren't allowed to have armaments and everything else. And, and they would look for, the, for anyone who was a sympathizer with the Roman, and especially Roman, and they knew exactly how to put the dagger in between the fifth rib and just get the heart. That, that, was, that was their specialty. They, they, were, they were the black ops of all the terrorists. And now here's Simon walking along, hearing Jesus say, now love one another, and he's got... Matthew there, who'd been a betrayer of his own people. I can imagine he would get itchy arms sometimes thinking, oh. So, <laughs> I mean, when you think about who these, these disciples were, that Jesus got this ragtag, mob, just lots of strange people. And, and, and he turned them into the apostles that changed the world. So you don't look at who you are now, but you look at who Jesus can turn you into. You look at who Jesus can turn you into. He could turn a terrorist into someone who could change the world for the kingdom of God. But they had to, they, they, they had to have a transformation. And they had to get a different perspective and a different understanding. And so he said, it's not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority. It makes me laugh when you get people say, well, the Lord's going to come on here and this is going to happen. And I go, just read the Bible, please. Because it says only the Father knows some of the stuff. And then someone said, you know all, 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 you know, all mysteries have been revealed. Oh, no, they haven't. Because only the Father knows some things. And, 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 and so, but this is what he, he said. It's not for you to know the times and the dates. The Father is set by his own authority. So why focus on what you're never going to know? I'll just say that again. Why focus on what you're never going to know? I'll just say it to church on this side. Why focus on what you're never going to know? I mean, I've kept my head clear over the years. People say, how have you kept so focused? Because I refuse to go chasing questions for which there is no answer. But there are some things that we do know about. And and so here it is. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We're talking about God's thoughts. This is part of God's thoughts. Looking for a people who will not only receive, but become transmitters. And basically a transformer. Now, I know that I've, I, I've never watched Transformer movies. I'm not into science fiction stuff. That's just not been my thing. Nothing against it. It's just, it's not my thing. Um, I, I, I like doing it myself. And so, and so, you know, but this is what I know about a Transformer. You can get a little voltage and put it through a Transformer, and out comes something that will really curdle your liver. It's like, it's like, <laughs> you just put it in this. Like, ah, you know. When I was on the farm, we had electric fences, and you just have just have a little battery. But you put it through the transformer. And now you've got five thousand volts. So good. <laughs> I was. Uh, we we had a cattle prodder because you know you, you don't want to bruise the meat. You're getting them to the yard, and because those. Beasts are about to sacrifice themselves for the ministry. And so, so you have two size D batteries. You know what I'm talking about, the, like this. And then there was two prongs which would be sprung loaded and you could just push it against the... And now you've got 2,000 volts, giving them an inspiration in the seat of knowledge. And so, except someone grabbed the prodder, and I was standing in the cattle yards and the cattle yards were six foot high two metres high, and they threw because it was on a plastic thing just to make it a bit longer, and, and, and they, in my backside, I had the sign of an early spring. And it, was, <laughs> it was like, I, I won the high jump that day. I was just like straight up on top of the six-foot yards. It was, it was good. I, I, I've never done so well in all my life in the high jump. It's uh, up there. Yeah, you shall receive power. You shall receive. The question is, what did you receive? What is it talking about? When the Holy Spirit comes, what do you receive? Now, I'm glad you asked that question, but I've got a few questions that go with it. When the Holy Spirit comes, does it say you're going to receive weeping? No, it doesn't. But it happens. I go to church because the Holy Spirit comes, and, and so I have two handkerchiefs. There's one there and there's one there. One for the nose and one for the eyes. Don't confuse the handkerchiefs. And so, the uh, yes, when the Holy Spirit comes on many times, I, I, I weep. That's why I've got bags in my eyes. That's why God chose me to travel the world. I'm packed for instant travel. And so... When the Holy Spirit comes, is it laughter? Yeah, well, laughter happens, but that's not what he's talking about. And When the Holy Spirit comes, what about this healing thing? Yeah, it happens, but that's not just purely what he's talking about. When the Holy Spirit comes, he's talking about, you shall receive revelation. Well, revelation comes, but that's not what he's talking about. Oh, I know what it is. When the Holy Spirit comes and you receive power, people start to fall down. Well, some people can fall down because someone's just not had enough breath months, You know, it's just the easiest way to to, to to get out. You know, it's just, um, the, there's there's all sorts of yeah, yeah, bushunda. You shall receive power, and, and and it's easy for us to just get a a, 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 a sort of. Finite definition and 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 just based on different experiences in life, we can think. And the reality is, in the Pentecostal world, you shall receive power it became quite limited, and it would be are you speaking in tongues, and you're doing this, and you're doing that, all sorts of things. Yes, that, that's true. But it goes on to say, the scripture goes on to say, you will receive power to be my witnesses. So, what is the word? Power mean it comes from a Greek word, dunamis, which is dynamite, and many of you know I just love dynamite. It's it's awesome, you know. And, and on the farm, I used a lot of it, and uh, I was introduced to it first of all by my dad. Some of you know my dad, very nice, quiet gentleman. My dad introduced me to blasting powder when I was just a boy. And you could, you had this uh, steel thing, you could drive it into logs or into things, and you put the blasting powder in, and then you just had a, a fuse, and you light the fuse, and it, sh- and it hit the blasting powder boom! Yeah, you shall receive boom! And so, and so yeah. <laughs> And on the farm, we used uh, Gel ignite, which is solidified nitroglycerine. It's so awesome. You could have a fuse if you like, but it was also really good just to get a 22 and shoot at it, <laughs> especially if you had a hollow nose one, and it would just go, Poof! so good. And... Um, For for those of you that are the young generation, I I actually really feel sorry for you because this society today, which is so risk-adverse, just means people don't get adventures. I mean, the reality is that, uh, you know, someone has said to me, why did I think that we have got such a risk-adverse generation? And I just said, if you want to be spiritual because the devil doesn't like Christians who are willing to step out in faith, you've got to go by... Oh, because risk adverse is based in fear. You're afraid something bad might happen. You can follow that wherever you like. And in fact, you'll end up being a hermit sitting on a hill because you're scared of about what might happen. I have no intention of being a hermit sitting on a hill. God's called us to great adventures, great adventures in the Holy Spirit, just like he was calling these disciples to great adventures. But the word dunamis, in its, if you look in it, and it's in, in the Greek it has it's literally talking about a a force that moves something or a special miraculous power or an abundance of might, yeah, and so, as I said, for too long, power just came to mean some manifestation of the spirit and There is a part of the meaning in that, but it's not the primary fulfillment of what I've just been said. Power, you shall receive power, an ability or an abundance of ability to talk about what you've seen, heard, and experienced of the goodness of God. And so my question is, what did you receive? Have you received an ability, an abundance of this capacity to talk about what you have seen, heard, and experienced of the goodness of God? Now, that's a really good statement, but that's actually what he was talking about. To... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Shh. laughs> how, long, how long are you gonna last, so <laughs> but thanks for trying, bro? <laughs> I I I, I I I was in pop 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 You been to the gym lately? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cuz there was a big guy and and last weekend and he told the pastor he says I I, be, uh, I I can bench press 200 kgs but I can't hold Seth when that glue. <laughs> And I'm not, believe me, I'm not 200 kgs. Oh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and. <laughs> whoa. And just, just keep pushing me forward, bro. That's it. <laughs> and so anyway. Whoa, 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 whoa. But I want, I want, I want oh. <laughs> We, we just rebuke the spirit of sobriety in this meeting right now <laughs> and say <so, laughs> <Ooh. laughs> yeah, it's so good to drink on the job <sighs> and, 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 and so and so if we read what the Apostle John who was there when, 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 when Jesus said this in First John chapter 1. So this is, you see, many, many times we think about John as the Apostle of love. Here's what he gets called. John actually wrote more about joy than he did about love. I'll just say that. He wrote mmm, more about joy than he did about love. And so, the, 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 <clears throat> this is what he wrote. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, which we have seen, and, and, and testified to it. And we proclaim, Ooh. Thank you. And, and <laughs> He proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the Father, and as uh, appeared to us, we proclaimed to you. Oh, just a minute. Just a minute. We're walking this way, bro. Just just help me. <laughs> Ross, I'm not going to be able to get there. Can you just nip around? Ross, can you just nip around? Yeah, yeah. Just nip around. That's a, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Around. <laughs> Just lay hands on Derek, please. <laughs> He's got to catch a plane in a few minutes and I didn't get there. So. <laughs> Just. <sighs> it's a bit hard to not send him back to uh, our Auckland inebriated. <laughs> It's about time he brought out the ancient Greek word. Oh, Splosh. <laughs> hey, hey, Ross, she needs the hands laid on her. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> no, no, that's for her, not you, Ross. No stealing. Thieves do not inherit the kingdom. <laughs> but here here's. The apostle John, he's saying, The life appeared, we have seen it and testify. We proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and His Son. We read this. John here is talking about the word of life, he's talking about the eternal life. He's talking about Jesus. These are all names of Jesus. I think Ross is marauding. That's normally what I do, Hey? <laughs> <Huh? laughs> Holy Spirit, we need more. We need more. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you. That, 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 you okay like that? that, that that's, that's good. But 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 but. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were the song leader tonight? <laughs> This brings a whole new meaning to the Scripture, a pillar in the house of the Lord. (laughs) Come on, hold me up, bro. (laughs) I get a bit heavy sometimes, eh? (laughs) So, anyway... If you can't see, don't worry about it. We're looking unto Jesus, the Author and the Perfecter of faith. <laughs> but 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 when he says we have seen the Word of Life, he's I don't need that right now. So it's can... <laughs> like, why did I do it? Because it was fun. <laughs> and 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 and. and you see, when we when we talk about the Word of Life many times, we, we think about the Word and we immediately interpret it as the Bible. The Bible. He wasn't talking about, we've seen the Bible. He wasn't even saying, we're proclaiming the Bible to you. Because they didn't have the Bible. They had Jesus. And there is something that happens I I love the Bible. I preach the Word of God. I I use the Bible to interpret the Bible, to unpack the Bible to me. But the primary thing is, I believe, as we are pressing into 2021, that we have to preach Jesus like never before. We have to lift up Jesus like never before. We're not going to sing about ourselves because we get out of bed different different ways every day. But we're going to talk about Jesus. And that's what the Apostle John is talking about. That he said, we're proclaiming what we've seen. We're proclaiming what we've touched. We're proclaiming what we've heard. We're proclaiming. And you shall receive power to proclaim Jesus. You're receiving power to proclaim Jesus. You're receiving at work to proclaim Jesus. Oh, good job. Good job. Good job. Whoa. (laughs) Ha! What about Yeah, we'll just need a couple of guys to get me up and, and then just just go easy on the ribs. They're still they're still just getting just just underneath. That's it. Well, that's getting heavy. You've been going to the gym just for this. <sighs> Did I stand on your toe? Sorry. No, 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 no I was just and what does he go on to say? He goes on to say, we, we, we're going to talk about Jesus. To talk about Jesus so that our joy can be full.
3: <laughs>
0: Good job, bro. <laughs> I like the innovation. <laughs> Derek, did Paul warn you what a serious church we have? <laughs> I mean, you couldn't make this happen if you tried. He said, he's, we write this so that your joy will be complete. And you'll never have complete joy when you're not focusing on Jesus. If you want joy in your life, focus on Jesus more. Talk about Jesus more. <laughs> yeah, stay there, bro. You're really you're doing such a good job. <laughs> huh. Because there is a joy that only comes by continually exalting Jesus. There's a joy that only comes when you start to give him the highest place. There's a joy that only comes when you go. You know what? The circumstances around me are not going to steal me and rob me because I've received power to stay focused on G. <laughs> Here <Yeah. Whoa. laughs> yeah, up up up. That's a... <sighs> the... I was in Taronga in the Abundant Life Center and, and they've just got a new building and they've got a bit of debt to pay off. And, and, and the Spirit started to move like this. I told them, just, just edit the videos and sell them as comedian ones. You'll make a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> pay off the building. <laughs> huh. So here's, here's the Apostle John saying, do this because we receive power he said, to talk about Jesus, to exalt Jesus, to declare what we've seen and what we've heard and what, and, and what we were invited into. And shook your Yes, suppose. No, 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 no. So why, 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 <nurtured> to preach and teach and write to the Philippians? And he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Well, that's a good thing to instruct us, but how do you rejoice in the Lord always? But the more you talk about the goodness of God and the more you talk about who Jesus is, because when you talk about Jesus, we're talking about someone who was anointed with the oil of joy above his fellows. So many times, you know, religion paints the picture of Jesus as the man of sorrows, but the Bible says he's been anointed with oil of joy above his fellows. For just a moment, he, he took the sorrows, became a man of sorrows. I've done it before, but it might be a chance to do it again. Mm, it, it is. But I need your help. Just, just slide that. Yeah, that's good job, Andrew. Just take it there. <laughs> just push me forward. Just push me. That's it. Got it. You can hold with the belt. That's the. <laughs> just, just no wedges. Just. <laughs> can I have your bag, please? So, this is what Jesus did. I, I should, I just, we just need to get this. He, he comes along and he says, Give me your sorrows. And he takes his sorrows. <laughs> where's, the, where's the wallet? Man, that's heavy. There's a lot of sorrows in there. <laughs> Whoa. Have you got one? Oh, that's a, whoa. Oh, no, no, it's got a nice strap. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's better. There. And, and he comes along and he says, to, oh, I, I want your sorrows. You, you, got, you got some sorrows? No, you haven't got any sorrows? Oh, God bless you. Oh, man, that's a, that's, that's you. And he, and he takes our sorrows. He takes our sorrows. I mean, just. I know this is just a picture, but oh, oh, on the shoulder. Oh, that's oh, oh no, that won't work. Just, just, just a minute. We'll just leave it down here. here yeah, we go. just, yeah, just help me take the sorrows. That's it. Yeah, you, you. Okay. Are you getting the picture? He comes along and he says, oh, "I want to take your sorrows." He's, he's. Yeah, that's it. Push, that's you got it, Caleb. You're, you're getting good. Anyone else got one? Oh, thank you, Judy. Oh, that's, that's good for around the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see all the wallets and purses in here. <laughs> Actually, Deb and I will go on holiday soon. <laughs> and God bless you all. <laughs> But just for the sake of time, I won't go and get any more sorrows, but it's getting pretty heavy right now. But you think about it. He took our sorrows, and the Bible says, hold me, hold me, hold me. And he says, I nearly did a face plant. And he says, too many sorrows. And so he says, and it says he nailed them to the cross. So where, where are our sorrows? That's a nail gun. Nailed to the cross. Nailed to the cross. Nailed to the cross. That is really heavy. Nailed to the cross. You must be so glad you don't have any of those sorrows anymore. That's <laughs> Nailed to the cross. I mean... <laughs> All these beautiful purses, I'll just pick, pick which one I like and then I can give it to Deb, thank you. And so, I just have a thin wallet. <laughs> one wife, five daughters, seven grandkids, a thin wallet. And so, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. what does the Bible say? They're nailed to the cross. And he gave, he said, you give me your sorrows your disappointments, your sorrows, and I'll give you my joy. The last prayer, the last prayer before he went to the cross. He didn't get there in the Garden of Gethsemane. I've seen pictures and people make him look so, 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 so miserable. But his prayer was not, I just need your hand, thank you. Father, I hope it works. I can only do this once. <laughs> that wasn't his prayer. His prayer was, Father, I'm coming to you, but this is my prayer, that you would give them my joy because I'm going to take their sorrows. I'm going to nail them to the cross, but I want them to have my joy. And we see Christians walking around like baboons picking fleas. It's just like, But instead, you shall receive power to be my witnesses, a witness of a man of great joy, a man who is the prince of joy, a man who is the overcomer, who triumphed mightily, who's the glorious God amazing demonstration of the resurrection power over sin, over sorrow, over everything else. He's the resurrection demonstration of that the the, 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 the the sorrows have gone and His joy has come. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's why Christians should have the widest face out. <laughs> it's not, are your McLean's showing? It's, is your joy showing? Yeah. And, and you can have as long a face as you like. I'm going to have a long one starting there and all the way down. But the reality is he then does a divine exchange because he turns sorrow into joy. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're supposed to steer me that way, Caleb. Because <laughs> I think your mum wants her purse back. <laughs> she was getting worried that I was going to land on their knee or something. <laughs> You better come and help me. <laughs> Do you want to check the purse out? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll all know which is theirs, yeah. <laughs> Do we get the picture? He took. they nailed. But in exchange, he says, I'm going to give you joy. And so, what does Paul now write? Paul, who was encountering, who encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus. I mean, when you think about gentle Jesus, meek and mild, read the Bible, please. (laughs) Because here's the man thinking he's doing God's work, and suddenly this bright light comes from heaven, he gets knocked to the ground, and all his immediate answer is, Who are you, Lord? A moment with Jesus will encounter everything and change everything. And so, then he goes on. So, now some of you just need to get ready for a shift. Yeah. We haven't got Tom, so now we've got these two. So... (laughs) He trained them the other night.
3: <laughs> Ooh.
0: It says here, Philippians 4 Rejoice in the Lord always as I think about closing. No promises. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. And then he goes on, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious for anything. Isn't that a strange thing? Rejoice in, now let your gentleness. That's what it says in English. But when you look in Greek, because I, I, years ago I was like, God, that, that doesn't make sense. Some religious person has done this. And the word in Greek is translated, is is used to mean, let your appropriateness be known to all. What's the appropriate response to the message, he says, the Lord is at hand? It's to rejoice, because Jesus is coming again. So he's saying, rejoice, and again, I say rejoice and let everyone know how appropriate you are to that message because Jesus is coming again. In other words, you're going to be a living, talking, walking, demonstrating, filled with the power of God person who's declaring that Jesus is coming again, that the end of this earth is not going to blow up in a, in a nuclear explosion. When when our generation was at school, we... we, we, we we actually stopped school to hear the news broadcast coming over. Was, was America going to push the button? Were we going to die in a nuclear explosion because of the Cuban crisis? There, there, was, there, there was just stuff that was going on. And people said to me, but don't you know this, is, this could be the end of the world? And I said, no, it's not because Jesus is coming again. Because Jesus is coming again. And, and, and in the days when there was letterpress, the, before it was all computerized, but they still, I asked the person who's involved with it a little while ago, I said, do you still have a large font for newspapers that's never used? And it's called Second Coming font. And they said, yes, we still have that. Even the secular world has a font size for type called second coming font, and it's reserved for when Jesus comes back again. And we walk around without the joy and demonstrating the joy of the fact that even the world acknowledges that there is an event that is coming, which is called second coming, and this is what the apostles are talking about. And so that... You're doing such a good job, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But just before I close, many people, in the midst of all that's going on, they keep coming to Jesus saying, Oh, God, I need this, and I need that, and I need something else. And Jesus said that people knew that people would we doing that sort of prayer. But do you know how he defined people who do that? He called them Gentiles. He said, people that are just focusing on natural needs, he says, even the Gentiles do that. But you seek first the kingdom and have your focus in a different way. Because what's a Gentile? A person who's outside the promise, outside the covenants of God. Now, they can be grafted in. That's That's the beauty of the gospel. But if we're just simply focused and thinking that God is our supermarket, man, we're not living in the promise. Because he said, you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Seek first the glory of God. Give the glory to Jesus. Exalt Jesus. Lift up the name of Jesus. Declare the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he said, and all things will be added. I'm not saying this sort of stuff tonight because Debbie and I have never had challenges. We've had challenges. I described one of the darkest moments of my life as we were in Fokitania, just giving up my secular career. We were going up and doing a relieving, and, and we had this little Maori girl we were looking after. And, and we went to Awakiri Hot Pool, some of you know uh, the, the Eastern Bay Plenty area. We went there. And just a few minutes later, we're now doing CPR and we did CPR, and some doctors came. The doctors didn't know how to do CPR. It was so funny, because when you're an ele- to be a registered electrician in New Zealand, you've got to do CPR. And I've, ne- I've asked them many times, why do we? Because, like, most electricians work al- al- alone. And I said, so what's the story? We electrocute ourselves, leave ourselves on the ground, jump up, do CPR and (laughs) how does this work (laughs) and and the tutor at at the polytech said to me Seth don't ask questions like that there is no answer (laughs) just just learn it and pass it and so so anyway we learned to do CPR so we're doing CPR and and all the rest of it and then Debbie took the girls and and I'm in the Wakatani hospital and Rebecca's on the gurney and I'm sitting there saying, God, I've just given up my career. I've just done this. Debbie sacrificed all sorts of things. I don't understand. But in that moment, I lifted up the name of Jesus. I couldn't read. I couldn't even think. I couldn't do anything else. But I knew his presence. And I knew. And I just went, Jesus, I trust you. I honor you. And that's, that's all there is. Whoa. And in the darkest moment of my life, I was able to say, Jesus, you are good, and your mercies endure forever. And the darkest moment of my life, knowing that I had Debbie to to try and support, and the girls, Judith was only 12 years of age. 12? Yeah. And I don't know how old Beth was, but but <laughs> she can't remember either. But they were there. And and it was, but it was a and you know what? We can still say, and God is good. And we can still say... That we received power to be a witness of the goodness of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God and the joy of the Lord and the power of the Spirit and everything else because nothing will separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Neither height nor depth nor principalities nor powers nor nor things present nor things to come and all those other things it talks about because nothing would separate us. But you don't wait till the trouble comes before you invest into that power, you've got to get investing now so that when the power comes, you stand strong in the storm. When the, when the storm comes, you ride, you use the storm like an eagle to rise above the storm. And that's what makes an eagle so amazing that it, t- it embraces the storm, rises up, and says, Yeah, storm, you're below me now. When I was at Sunday school last millennium, we used to sing a song, when this my fears rise mountain high and would block my pathway. Wait, oh, wait upon the Lord. And then the chorus went on. And then my eagle wings will will grow. And, and, and up, 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 up I'll go. And oh glory, hallelujah. And, and if we were miserable in Sunday school, they told us we had a wrong spirit, evil spirit. We needed deliverance. And so, <laughs> and they were right. So, ha, 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 Jesus came demonstrating how to live life. And there's three things. He left us an example that we should follow in his steps. Are we doing good tonight? Is this, is this encouraging? Because I'm encouraging myself too. That's it. It's, so what did he do? He served. He lived a lifestyle of thanksgiving. And he kept the vision of joy always before him. Just imagine 2021 marked by serving a lifestyle of thanksgiving and keeping the vision of joy. Don't you think that would change a city? I do. When back to school, what is that? Serving. Lifestyle of Thanksgiving. Mm. 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 Paul preached a great message this morning about... mm. I love what he said, because I've said that sort of thing as well. You know, some people go around, religious ones, they go around, the devil is having a go at me. (laughs) (laughs) So... If they, if they did it anymore, their, their their false teeth would fall out. Or maybe the crown they just paid $2,000 for. Like, I've seen happier horses drinking. And they drink and they go. And it's, it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Push. That's it. Push. That's it. Push. Forward. Forward. That's it. Whoa, no no, no, no. <laughs> not that much <laughs> 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 And so whoa <laughs> 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 so anyway hey yeah yeah bull shooting game ya bo boo Ah they they so what well, 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 what what nearly happened then was well, what has happened before when, when 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 you read the story of Maria Woodworth Edward, but it's happened a couple of times <laughs> suddenly when suddenly you just get stuck in the glory and and and, and, and it's like ooh, shouldn't have done that oh, you won't need to go to the gym tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus died for all. He died because he saw your value. And the devil tries to tell you, tell people they have limited value. Tell the devil he's a stinking liar. The Bible says the truth is not in him. And people say to me, the devil said this, and I say to them because I'm very pastoral, as many of you know. I'm, I'm I'm incredibly pastoral. I say. What on earth were you doing listening to the devil? Let's just say it as it is. I mean, no Christian should listen to the devil. You should be ignorant of what he's saying. Because it's not our job to listen to the devil. Our job is to listen to the Spirit. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And what is the Spirit saying? Jesus is coming again. What is the Spirit saying? There is a glory and a future that Christians can walk in because you can receive power to forever testify about the goodness of God and the power of God and the joy of God and the love of God and all the goodness of God. And so, my question is, you shall receive power, he said, to be a joyful testifier to the goodness and the greatness of God. And so, I say, have you received that? I think I've received some of it, but I'm always saying, <laughs> "Glug glug, let's have some more," <laughs> because we've been told we can drink from the river of God. I was in—I've uh, told the story before. I was in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine has a a, a a bit of a drinking culture, coming from the Russian uh, occupation and everything else, and. Uh, and so I was talking about it and I said about drinking and, you know, sometimes just a prophetic act, you know, just just drink. I'm not going to get there because otherwise he's going to be in trouble. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> actually, uh, we better come this way because the last time I did something like this, we wiped out all the instruments that were just there. <laughs> and we don't want to wipe out the keyboard because Paul mightn't be so happy. No, no, he wouldn't worry. And so anyway, <laughs> it might be Sarah. <laughs> Please, Paul, can we have another few thousand dollars? Because Seth wiped out our keyboard. (laughs) And then she's saying, oh, I've been wanting an upgrade. Yes, please, Seth, do it. (laughs) So this Ukrainian guy, big burly guy, he he was there. And I I just happened to say, some of you, why are you taking such little drinks? You're <coughs> drinking. You drink by the barrel. And he goes, Yeah. And he gets there and he goes.
3: <laughs> and as soon as he
0: did <laughs>
2: as as that,
0: Are you right? <laughs> I can feel this coming. <laughs> As soon as he that, ah! <laughs> he, 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 he literally went flying about three meters backwards, but his life was forever changed. Wow. And he got up off the floor about oh, nearly an hour later and he says, yes. In a dialect I can't say. But he was changed because he learnt to receive of the Spirit. Not through his head, but through his heart. And so, in just a moment, I, I, I want to, I want, I want, I want to anoint you all. And then we'll have some afterburners down here. <laughs> so we, we, weren't we good? We left it. Yeah. Thank, thank Caleb. He kept steering me away. <laughs> You're doing so good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah! Has anyone been encouraged tonight? Just, you shall receive this incredible gift of the Holy Spirit To testify boldly about the goodness and the mercy and the joy and the faith that comes from the King of kings and the Lord of the lords, the one who triumphed mightily, the one who rose victorious, the one that the Roman Empire sealed a rock to say, you'll never come out of there. And he says, really? Watch this. (laughs) That's how Jesus... And he said, "I will never leave you or forsake you because he said, "I'm going to send my spirit, who's going to be with you and in you. That's what he, that's what Jesus said, who's going to be with you and in you. But he also said that the world is not going to recognize him, is not going to see him and won't know him. And so if our thinking is shaped by the world, we, we're not going to be able to recognize or know whoa. Thank you. You're so gentle on my ribs. <laughs> it looks like I'll lay hands on your feet. <laughs> we'll have a foot tunnel. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Well, the high priests were to anoint their big toe, so everyone walks along, takes off the shoes. No, <laughs> I don't think we'll do that. I don't know about the ventilation system. No, no. <laughs> oh. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're the one sent by the Father that Jesus promised. So that we would receive power to be a joyful talker of the goodness of God, the power of God, the love of God, the joy of God. And thank you that there is a joy that only talking about you releases. And so we want that joy to fill the city. We want that joy to fill the region. We want that joy to be marked forever on our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Could you stand with me? Oh, well, that's a bit funny.